You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. We get it backwards. We think, well, if I clean up my act enough, then I can come present myself to God. Maybe he'll take me. No, honey, you come to God with your chains and all. You come to God with your addictions and all. And you lay yourself out before Him and you just get ugly honest with Him. And say, God, I'm a wreck. I'm lost. I'm hopeless. I'm helpless. And if you'll save me, I'll serve you. Amen. If you'll help me, I'll do better. If you'll help me. And you just lean totally on Him. And God will take up your case. Some people think others are too far gone into sin to ever be saved. Some people even think they themselves are too far gone to be saved by God. But today, Pastor Gary will encourage you with the truth that no one is beyond salvation. No one. God can forgive any sin and save any soul. God will change your heart and your life when you believe in Him. Put your trust in Him and come to Him humbly, recognizing your need and His grace. Bring yourself to Him as you are and He'll welcome you and save you. Now here's Pastor Gary in the book of Matthew chapter 11 as he continues his message, Unloading Your Burdens. God's dialing your number, telling you that you need to be born again. The Bible says you must be born again. Now, I I didn't ask you if you was a member of a church, and I didn't ask you, uh, amen, uh, if you attend Sunday school regularly. I'm not asking you what you've done for your church this week or your whole life even. I want to know one thing, and God wants to know one thing. Are you born again? Have you been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ? Because if you keep trying to do it your way, you will suffer spiritual shipwreck for eternity. There is a place called hell that those, will, uh, those who die without Christ will go to until the great white throne judgment. And then they'll be facing a holy God... Uh, and not for another chance to get it right, but just for God uh, to set the record before everyone that they were found guilty and that God was just. And then all of hell and death will be cast into the lake of fire for eternity. And God wants me to tell you today that you can unload your heavy burdens. You don't have to try. You need to trust. And there's a big difference. You see, you need to unload your burdens not just for survival's sake, but you need to unload it for closure's sake. To unload, un- unlaid also means to lay down a load or to discharge. This could represent finishing a journey or a season where heavy weights have been carried, but it's time to offload those burdens. Let me put it to you this way. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. And if you can get your sin behind God, then you can get past your past. Did you catch that? If you can get your sins behind God, then you, sir, you, ma'am, can get past your past. And if you don't need, if you don't come to God for any other reason, you need to come 
to bring closure to a past that will torment you forever if you don't get it under the blood. You can be delivered from both the sin and its consequences. And you can be given power to become the Son of God and power to repent of your sin. The day I got saved, I was worried about whether or not I could quit my sinning when I called on God. I have since learned that that's not my concern. The point is I can't quit sinning without Him. That's the whole reason that He came to the cross was to give me the power through the Holy Spirit to become an overcomer in this world. And now I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. And I believe that the Bible teaches that His blood is so powerful and His blood is so pure that once you're saved in the eyes of God positionally, you are always cleansed because you're forgiven for past, present, and future sins. And it's not that we don't confess our sins when we mess up. We do. But let me tell you something. Uh, You can choose to go your own route or you can choose to go through faith in Jesus. Let me ask you something. If you can't save yourself before you're saved, what makes you think you can keep yourself saved afterward? Well, God saves us, but it's up to us to keep it. That's heresy. That's false doctrine. Because we've never been good enough, and until redemption is complete... That is, till you get your glorified body, you will always have to fight that old sin nature in your body. Let me ask you something. How are you going to make it to heaven on your good works if God has already said it's not of works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy that he saves us? You need some closure. You need to get that past behind you. And the good news is, if you'll get it under the blood, God will put it in his sea of forgetfulness, and you don't have to live in his condemnation and guilt any longer. You can have a fresh start with Jesus today. Not only do you need closure, but you need to find rest. Jesus said it again, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The word rest, uh, uh, it literally means uh, essentially to reverse to a position of laying down for rest. Let me ask you something. Oh, glory to God. This is going to be fun. All right, now... Brother Chris, here's a busy uh, business, man of business. Brother Chris, let's assume you hire me for work tomorrow. And you give me an assignment, and I need to go work for you. And while uh, everybody else is at work, I lay down. And I say, hey, Chris, don't worry about it. The work's already done. Let me ask you all a question. Would that work with Chris? Would he ever pay me a dime? Well, let me tell you what God did. God did such a thorough job on the cross to wash you of your sins away that it is as if you can lay down and rest and never worry about the fight of sin against your soul again. It is done, honey. Bought, paid for, cleansed, washed, headed for heaven, as good as for heaven as if I, as if I was already there. I can rest as it relates to my salvation. Now, that doesn't mean I become a lazy Christian and never lift a finger to do something for God. But again, the difference now is I'm not working to be saved. I'm working because I'm saved. And how can I not serve such a wonderful Savior who's done so much for me? 
I can lay it down at the foot of the cross and walk away from it and say that sin is taken care of both now and forever. Isn't that wonderful? And I'll go so far as to say this, if the blood of Jesus ain't powerful enough to save you, then there's nothing powerful enough to save you. You mean to tell me you're going to stack up your works against the power of the blood? You mean to tell me that the very, God said the life is in the blood? And then He shed His own blood, the very life source of God Himself? He spilled, He poured it out on the cross so that when we get washed in His blood, His life is transferred to us and we receive a heavenly blood transfusion and we're passed from death unto life. There's that blood that has that power to deliver you from all of your sin and all of your bondage and all of your shame and you're still going to try to get to heaven with your religion? You think your works are going to be more powerful than the blood of Jesus? That's blasphemy. That's heresy. Let's just call it what it is. You may not have deliberately realized that, but the Holy Spirit's calling our attention to a very raw and real truth that unless Jesus carries the load, the load will not be carried. It will not be carried. On September the 9th of 1990, I came as a religious boy to a church service much like this one. And that morning, I heard the voice of God calling my name for the first time. And I laid my sin at the foot of the cross. And He's carried me ever since. (laughs) Oh, and I found rest. Isaiah said it this way, Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you break every yoke? God wants to free you of your religion. Luke eleven forty six. Jesus said, Woe unto you also, ye lawyers. Those of you that want to keep the law. Those of you that think, Well, I've never broken any of the Ten Commandments. You lied right there, and that's one of the Ten Commandments. Amen. I ain't never stole anything from anybody. I ain't never killed anybody. I guess I'm a good person. I I tell you what you do. You take just the Ten Commandments alone. Go home and read them. And you tell me next Sunday if you still feel the same about yourself. Jesus said that even if a man were to look at a woman and lust after it, it's as if he's already committed the very act in the eyes of God. And we want to get to heaven on our good works? I don't think so. Ain't none of us going to make it without Jesus. You need rest for your soul. And Jesus only, Jesus alone, not Muhammad, not Buddha, not any of these other fake religions will be able to release you of the burden of your sin that is upon you that wherein you are already condemned. It's not that you'll be condemned on judgment day. God has already found you guilty before Him and it is up to us to turn from our sin to the Savior who will take that load off of us. It's a matter of trust. We unload our burdens because we need to survive. We need closure. We need rest. But we also need a trade. (laughs) Take my yoke. That is, take my laws imposed on one. 
upon you. Jesus is telling this crowd that's heard the religious preach their whole life. And there's no way they can measure up to any of them because even the religious scribes and Pharisees that issued forth this religious machinery couldn't even live up to their own laws. And isn't that just like legalism in church today? It seems like the proudest peacocks in religion are the worst hypocrites. Amen. They'll preach to you and tell you how wrong and dirty you are. They're committing the very deeds on another deep level than you ever thought about. The th- very things that they're saying you are, they're that ten a lot of times. It's because they're spiritually blind. And Jesus is preaching to a crowd that's lived under that religious expectation their whole life that will never get them into right standing with God. So when he says, come unto me, hey boys, don't listen to what they're saying over there. They ain't done nothing but hurt you, inflict pain on you, put grievous burdens on you, heavy to be born, and you'll never measure up with them, much less a holy God. If you'll come to me, I'll lighten your load, and the, the load will be carried. Jesus is essentially saying, I'll make it easier on you. I mean, how did Jesus do it? Well, he traded places with me. He went and he paid my sin debt. I owed a debt I could not pay. (laughs) Woo, but Jesus paid my debt on the cross. He said, Gary, can't even, even if he were to go to the cross and even if he were to be tortured and tormented, even if they placed the crown of thorns on Gary's head and even if they thrust the spear into Gary's side and even if they drove the, drove the nails into his hands and his feet, his blood is corrupt and, and his blood is made of sinful man uh, and the shedding of his blood will never take his sins away. So Gary Caudle cannot even offer himself up as a sacrifice to pay for his own sin. The only hope he has if I step down and I take his place and I am the one with the righteous blood. I am the one with a sinless account. I am the Holy One of Israel. I am the great I am. I am God Almighty robed in flesh. I am Emmanuel. God with us, the hope of glory. I'll get on that cross and I'll pay his sin debt and then all he has to do to transfer my righteousness to his account is trust me. Now you tell me how you want to get to heaven again. Are you ready to just lay your religious burdens down at the foot of the cross now? Are you ready to junk your religion and get something that's real and get something that's genuine, that get something that'll actually change your heart, bring joy unspeakable and full of glory, fill your life with hope and meaning and purpose again? Aren't you tired of being burdened down to the point of crushing with weights that you can never carry and that'll never get you into the presence of God? I'm talking about unloading your burdens. Before the Lord, you need a trade-off. Jesus has already done the heavy lifting. There's no need for you to do that, sir. There's no need for you to do that. He said, uh, if you will take my yoke upon you and learn of me, he said, I am meek. That's, that's, I'm gentle. I'm lowly. That is, I'm humble and I'm free from pride. I'm not like that other crowd. I'm different, Jesus says. I'm gentle with you. Ain't nothing like a religious person. Don't know nothing about the heart of God being mean and arrogant and spiteful and unforgiving and hateful and and all that mess. And they're not gentle at all. They're rude and crude and ugly and nasty with people. 
Jesus said, I, I know how to commit, I know how to do spiritual surgery on you without killing you. I can open up your heart, lay it on the table and repair it and put it back in your chest and you'll live to see another day. But if you go to man-made religion, they'll kill you right there on the table with their butchery. And if they don't do it to you, you'll do it to yourself. You need Dr. Jesus, honey. You need Jesus to perform the surgery. You need Jesus to fix your heart. Can't nobody else do it. I need a trade. The only way I'm going to get this load off is if Jesus takes it from me. And he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And that brings, lastly, renewal. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'd say so. <laughs> After I got saved, it literally felt like I was light as a feather. For the first time in my life, I felt free. I felt clean. I felt forgiven. I felt heaven bound. I felt like it seemed like uh, seemed like the colors were a little brighter that day. Seemed like the birds were a little sweeter that day. Amen. <laughs> Woo, it seemed like the sun shined just a little bit brighter on the day I got saved because of what Jesus did. He he lifted that burden off of my soul, and it's no longer about my religion and my works and all that junk. And God, for some of you, He's dialing your number. He's saying, uh, uh, "The hope is in me. The hope is in me. The hope is in me." You need to lay your burdens down at the foot of the cross and let Jesus carry your load. He will renew you. John 13, 34 said, uh, uh, Jesus said it this way, a new commandment I give you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. I mean, he told the disciples all the commandments hang on two laws. Love the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, and strength. Number one. Number two, love your neighbor as yourself. It's all about the love, honey. You say, why would God do that for me? I ain't deserved a bit of it. That's the whole point. Where in the Bible did it ever say for you to earn it, to deserve it? Well, God helps those who help themselves. Wrong, honey. God helps those who can't help themselves. And God will even help those that won't help themselves. Because we are ignorant and foolish in our blindness of sin. When you look at a lost man spiritually, they are dead. You're a walking dead man. You have no spiritual life. That is, you don't, that part that's supposed to be connected to your creator God is disconnected. It's broken. It's like, uh, you cut a vine off of a, uh, like a branch off of a vine, that branch dies. Sin severs you from being connected to your creator. And you may exist, but you're dead till you become born again. What happens when God saves you is he grafts you into the vine. Amen. Any of you farmers ever do any engrafting where you take a branch and you, you uh, cut it a certain way and you put it on a tree and you wrap it up and prayerfully, hopefully that thing will. And, and you know, some people take different branches from different trees and have more than one type of fruit growing off that one because they grafted it in. It's not natural, but it, it brought life to that dead, otherwise dead branch. You know why you don't produce no fruit of spirituality? You know why you can't resonate with a message like this no matter how much preaching you've heard, no matter how much Bible you've never read and never moved your soul at all because you're spiritually dead until the Holy Spirit opens your deaf ear. 
He can do this. He can do something that's not natural. Sinful man being yoked up with the Holy God. That's not natural. But Jesus fixed the divide at the cross uh, so that that sin that could be taken care of could be made holy and we could be made righteous through Jesus and then we could be grafted into the vine. And lo and behold, we have life for the first time. That's what happens at salvation. That's what happens when Jesus washes your sins away. That's what happens when you see, like my father, many, many years ago, had an alcohol problem, had a custom problem, had a lot of problems. But on the day that Jesus saved him, uh, God changed his nature. Daddy was a little sweeter and a little nicer. And, and Daddy all of a sudden didn't have desire to even drink his alcohol anymore. God gave him a quick deliverance. And I know for some people it may not happen that quick, but there's always a change in desire before there's a change in habit. Amen? And, and, and God changed his desire and his nature. And I saw God take a man that was a drunk for 20 plus years, sober him up in a day flat, and then he went to, on to preach the gospel to thousands over in Africa over the last 20 some years. I've people come to the Lord by the thousands because God changed his life at the cross amen you're not too far gone amen there's no sinner that Jesus can't save amen so let me let me close with this verse Hebrews 4 9 the Bible says there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God I'm resting in Him today. There's no easier, better way to explain it. I'm at rest with God. I'm no longer an enemy of God. I have been reconciled to God Almighty. That is, I'm no longer striving or fighting with Him in my sin. I've been made a part of the family. And I have rest because I know my Father has got me covered. That's rest. That's peace. I can go to bed. I remember before I got saved, I'd go to bed at night and I'd worry about going to, uh, uh, dying in my sleep and waking up in hell. But since I got saved, I ain't never had a sleepless night over worrying about hell. You say, well, you've been perfect then, no? Far from it. But I'm covered. I'm covered. Amen. That's the book. Study it. Study the book of Hebrews if you don't understand the thoroughness of the purging power of the blood of jesus amen it is powerful it is potent and it'll change your life and you can have rest with god you no longer have to fight your battle alone you say well i don't know if i can uh, I, I don't know if i can uh, kick my habit brother gary i've i've been with it too long and i know that it's an offense to god and i'm afraid that i can't break the habit i'm afraid i can't break the addiction well let me tell you again you can't but he can amen quit worrying about trying to do it we get it backwards we think well if i clean up my act enough then i can come present myself to god maybe he'll take me no honey you come to god with your chains and all you come to god with your addictions and all and you lay yourself out before him and you just get ugly honest with him and say god i'm a wreck i'm lost i'm hopeless i'm helpless and if you'll save me i'll serve you amen if you'll help me i'll do better if you'll help me and you just lean totally on him and god will take up your case somebody give god some praise and glory in this house amen yes I'm telling you about a Savior that will undo your heavy burden. He said, for he that has entered into his rest 
He also has ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Listen, sinner friend, you must unload your sin and your self-righteousness before God at the foot of the cross. And to the person that is already saved, you must unload your unforgiveness and your disappointments and all the things that's got you all out of sorts and backslidden on God. You too, my friend, can find new rest at the cross. You've been listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle. We're so glad you joined us today for this study in God's Word. Be sure to subscribe to True North on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss a new edition. This broadcast is part of Gary Cottle Ministries, and you can learn more about it and Pastor Gary by visiting our website, garycottle.com. That's Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. We'd like to invite you to partner with us in sharing the good news of Jesus through this ministry. Would you join Pastor Gary in praying for those listening? Pray for ears to be open and hearts to be receptive to the truth and love found only in God. Please keep Pastor Gary in your prayers as well as he continues to seek God's direction in this ministry. Another way you can be a part of what we're doing is through financial gifts. All amounts are appreciated and useful. Please, prayerfully, consider your involvement in this way. And if you feel led to give, you can mail a check to Gary Cottle Ministries, 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. That's 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. Thank you for partnering with us, and thank you for listening today to True North.